0: I've mentioned that since becoming a 17 Hats customer, I've saved a bunch of time managing my business, since it provides me with the many tools that I was actually paying money for each month. In fact, between lead generation tools, scheduler apps, payments and invoicing software, I was spending over $100 a month and I was buried in the details of my business. Even worse, I was using an Excel spreadsheet to track all of it. I mean, What a mess. Now, I spend a dollar a day managing my business more effectively with 17 Hats, an all-in-one system that gives me everything I need and more. You can try 17 Hats for one month, totally free, when you enter the promo code NEXTGENBIZMAN. Stop running your company and managing your nonprofit club on Excel spreadsheets and freemium apps. Find your freedom now by checking out 17hats.com. It's ridiculously easy business management. If you are a current 17 Hats customer, I'd love to interview you for future ads that appear here on the Snapchatters podcast. You'll gain a little exposure for your business while spreading the joy of 17 Hats as well. Reach out to me at nextgenbizman at gmail.com and enter 17 Hats customer in the subject line so that I know you're human.
1: I don't yield an enormous audience, um, but what I can bring to the table is uh, this this crazy set of experience from last summer and now here with Humana. Um, just so many different viewpoints and so many different ways to think about these technologies.
0: Welcome to the Snapchatters Podcast, a show dedicated entirely to Snapchat. Each week, listeners learn from the platform's top influencers and celebrities, The tips and tricks they use to build a following, create stories, and interact with their fans. Whether you're a Snapchat newbie or a seasoned pro, you'll gain valuable insights from every show. I'm your host, Brad Oldhouse. Let's snap to it. In the words of my good friend, Ben Levermore, welcome, Snapper <laughs> to episode 30 of the Snapchatters podcast. Today's guest, as you heard, his name is Chris Strub. If you have not heard of him... Um, You definitely will be following him by the end of today because uh, what Chris Strub is doing, not just through Snapchat, but through all social platforms, is he's showing what social good should look like through social media. And he just gives of himself so much. We're going to get right into this interview. Um, And just so you know, this is the kind of the, um, well, this is definitely the edited down portion of the interview you will get to hear the entire talk between Chris and I probably Tuesday or Wednesday on no filter I'm you know if you're not familiar with no filter yet that's basically where I put the unedited uncut interviews in their entirety out into the podcast feed for Snapchatters podcast. So hashtag no filter is what the show mini show is called and you're going to get all 55 minutes. But today you're going to get the, uh, the highlights of our conversation and hopefully it's enough to whet your appetite to go and listen to that uh, no filter episode here um, in the Snapchatters podcast feed. So uh, let's just get right into it. So for those of you that don't know, actually, Chris and I had recorded a podcast, and I believe it was in early or mid-May, and thanks to the power of Blab, (laughs) or the lack thereof, I was very disheartened at the uh, audio quality that I got out of it, and um, we've been wanting to reschedule, and at about that point, um, my business started taking off, and then just when I started Settle Down, Chris started taking off with his new project. So, Chris, for the few people in my listening audience that may not know who you are yet, yeah. why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to them?
1: Perfect. So, uh, my name is Chris Strubb. Uh, born and raised on, on Long Island. I'm living currently in Louisville, Kentucky. Lived upstate New York for a decade, but between those two... Um, I traveled around the United States twice, uh, once in the summer of 2014, and then again uh, more uh, positively in the summer of 2015, Um, and we'll focus mostly on that second trip today where I visited all 50 states in 100 days and uh, relevantly uh, used Snapchat in all 50 states, including Montana. So. Um, you know, had a chance to volunteer with a different youth organization in all 50 U.S. states, uh, which was an incredibly fulfilling and incredibly motivating and energizing and just uh, wildly positive experience in so many ways um, that obviously changed the course of my life and uh, ended up bringing me here to the greatest job in the world, uh, working with Humana uh, you know, here in Louisville, Kentucky. So, um, it's been a crazy, you know, everyone says they take a crazy road to, to where they are today. I, I mean, you should see some of those roads up where Brad lives guys. It's crazy,
0: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, but it's, it's been an incredible journey and I'm so, so glad to get a chance, you know, that we finally have a chance to recircle back and, and do this again.
0: How did you find Snapchat? You know, what kind of made you want to Bring it into um, some of the things that you're doing. You know, does that make sense?
1: Sure. So I've been one of those uh, longtime Snapchatters. I know this, you know, you with your podcast have uh, surely spoken to some newbies and some lifetimers. Um, I certainly became really intrigued with Snapchat with the introduction of stories uh, back in 2013. I think that was a major game changer. And as we saw this week, uh, you know with Instagram introducing um, you know its own storytelling uh, aspects, um, it's certainly a format that can no longer be ignored. Um, you know, but I've, I've always seen Snapchat as a, a natural evolution of journalism. Uh, you know, I worked at a newspaper in upstate New York for seven year, or six years, and um, you know saw throughout the these uh, you know two um, thousands uh, the evolution of uh, the industry. You know that everything, all the ways that we were consuming information was more digital and more through our phones and uh, you know more instantaneous. And so Snapchat really solves a lot of those problems with being able to um, tell stories in the moment and tell them in interactive and creative fashions. Um, so I've always seen Snapchat as a channel um, to be able to uh, tell stories in different ways. And um, you know, as I've uh, gained more experience and, and become more confident, and uh, you know, obviously made the leap to make the trips and everything, um, you know, really tried to explore different ways to. Um, tell stories and uh, not just tell stories, but tell stories that matter and that matter um, in the broad scheme of um, social good and in the broad scheme of of positively changing the world. So, um, you know, when you look at a lot of the work that I did, especially last summer and now here with Humana, um, a lot of it, uh, might not be as uh you know fancy as your your Sean Ayala or Sean Doris or some of these other uh super well-known guys and gals but um you know it it has that that uh that meat to it you know it has that substance to it that um is so crucial to be able to to try and communicate.
0: It absolutely does and it has a, you know the authentic feel and you know we've said before um in many other channels including probably this one that The relationships in Snapchat just seem so much deeper and real. Are you finding that the stories that you're telling for these nonprofits and that kind of realm, are you finding that people are becoming more deeply connected to those as well because of the channel and the medium that you're using?
1: Brad, I think it's tricky because I'm here in Louisville, Kentucky, and as you know, I travel around so much that it's difficult for people that follow me sometimes Um, to deeply connect with the organizations and with the people themselves because I work with such a variety of different people in different places. And so for me, the big lesson that I've learned um, since last summer even is to try and use my storytelling prowess and my experience and and even some of my connections um, to inspire and encourage organizations to think creatively about ways that they can use these tools uh, to connect with their own audiences. And so like I said, like I referenced with Sean Ayala and Sean Duris and so many, you know, Cyrene and, and Mark Kay, all these these wonderful people with enormous audiences. I don't yield an enormous audience. Um, but what I can bring to the table is uh, this, this crazy set of experience from last summer and now here with Humana, um, just so many different viewpoints and so many different ways to think about these technologies that, um, you know, as we know with, with consulting with organizations, there is no one way, it, there is no one correct way to do it. Um, and so I've been really developing and, and refining my skills with helping organizations think about how these tools can help them.
0: You know, it's funny that you said that you would mention Fanzo at least another eight times. I, I see it'll it, happen. <laughs> I see I see a direct correlation in here's why, because I think that, you know, as as Brian calls himself and you know, the industry calls him a change evangelist you know, speaking to businesses and enterprises about leveraging these tools to be better at business for their customers and, and, and educating them along the way about all these tools, you are equally and oppositely, I don't know if that's a word, I just might've made that up, but <laughs> you <laughs> it's are a gold star winning podcast. Thank so. you. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> um, you are equal and opposite on the other side of it, where you are a change of evangelist on the nonprofit side, where you're, you know, helping people not just under, understand um a story for your friends to watch but you're helping them understand possibly a new tool to not only communicate with themselves and uh, amongst themselves or with you so um, you mentioned that you planted a seed basically right with with all these organizations have there been a few that have kind of adopted it and do you still keep in touch with them through snapchat specifically kind of tell us a little bit more about that
1: Oh, yeah. So I can give you a few examples of organizations that are, have definitely taken the ball and run with it. Um, Youth Rebuilding New Orleans is a, a wonderful example um, you know that uh, I had a chance to volunteer with them. I believe it was state number six. Uh, don't hold me to that number um, during my trip last summer. Um, and they rebuild homes uh, for, uh, you know, that were damaged in Hurricane Katrina, and they sell them back to teachers um, in New Orleans at a discounted rate. I mean, you talk about an incredible organization with a beautiful mission, and, and they just do such fantastic work uh, inspiring and educating youth uh, on how to you know, build and, and grow and everything. Um, they are active on Snapchat every day. Um, I actually included them as part of the Strub Snap Swaps project that that you were actually also part of as well. So, um, so you know, by incorporating uh, the nonprofit, you know, into, you know, that whole collection of, you know, let's get all of the the Brian Fanzos and Joel Combs and everyone to participate uh, as well. I really wanted those that nonprofit to be part of the conversation. Um, we did it again about ten days later with, uh, during Strub Snap Swaps with Youth on Their Own in Tucson, Arizona, um, which uh, whose mission is to um, help teenagers in uh, homeless teenagers in Tucson uh, graduate from high school. Again, just a phenomenal organization with with such great reach in their community, but obviously. It's very important for them to be able to communicate with um, you know the teens in Tucson. And so uh, Kristen Connor, Um, who's changed titles a couple times since I met her last summer at Yodo, um, just texted me yesterday a picture of their new business cards. And on their business card, very prominently, is the Snapchat logo and their Snapchat username. And I I was like tearing up when I saw that to think that these organizations are embracing this as part of what they do day to day. And really um, setting themselves up to communicate well um, with this next generation, um, it, it's very powerful. You know, we're seeing it even more directly now here in Louisville um, with organizations um, like the United Way and the Community Foundation of Louisville, um, and even the Institute for Healthy Air, Water, and Soil. Um, that these organizations <clears throat> having a chance to you know work with them uh, in a more meaningful fashion in a more controlled setting. So no bright yellow T-shirt and long shaggy hair, but Having the gravitas of Humana um, backing um, these conversations that I'm having has uh, allowed uh, these lessons that I'm I'm teaching to have an even deeper impact. Um, And Brad, we're just beginning, man. Um, I'm really happy to uh, share with your listeners that on August 15th, I'm heading to San Antonio um, again through Humana to work with um, a whole bunch of uh, nonprofit and community-related health organizations um, in their city. And then in the months ahead, I'll be heading to some other cities. Um, nothing finalized yet. So maybe we'll just, uh, leave the door ajar for people to follow me on Snapchat and Twitter to find out. But, um, other cities that are, uh, you know, core communities within Humana's bold goal mission, uh, mostly around the Southeastern United States. So sorry, no Montana yet. Ah. Um, but you know, these, these communities where I'll have a chance to work directly, um, you know, through these, these uh, already developed relationships with Humana um, to teach them some of the same lessons. And it's incredible, uh, man, I'm, I'm droning on a lot, but it's incredible um, how each of these experiences compounds onto the next. And um, I just feel more confident and, and stronger and, and more educated about the struggles facing this world um, every day.
0: And now I get to ask the deeper questions. And bring it you, on you let's can, go. <laughs> you can Before share Skype
1: craps out on me again. <laughs> yeah.
0: You, you can share as much or as little as you want. And you know I, I just kind of want to bring some you know some context into because I think a lot of people will identify mm-hmm. um, with those with those times in life when not everything is clicking. you know what I mean? So sure. um, let's let's rewind the clock a little bit. Let's go back a, about a year or so ago. Take me from that spot up until you talk to talk to humana for the first time you don't have to go because that'll be a separate story with the humana and your discovery and how all that came out because that's the good news at the end right but but kind of take us absolutely right so so kind of take us into that other spot and share as much or as little as you want
1: a few different spots man i mean we were talking right before we got started with the official recording here um you know, this week last year was uh, particularly difficult. I had set a very tight schedule for myself to travel around. Um, you know, we were in day, you know, 80-something, whatever, and I was visiting seven states in eight days, you know, including mm-hmm. visits on Saturday and Sunday. Like, these organizations are, aren't even open on Sundays. Um, and to, to drive around the, the entire Northeast, you know, Massachusetts and Connecticut and, and Rhode Island, like, it was exhausting, man. It was It was so tiring to be at the tail end of this trip that brought me all the way out across montana and texas and new mexico like oh right. and so you know i reached i reached the finish line we get through it you know and, and of course this is all self-imposed struggle so whatever and i get back to south carolina and and you know just cross your fingers and hope like hey you know someone uh maybe someone saw this trip you know during the summer i ended up applying to you know some of the organizations that i worked with i was applying for jobs in greenville um, I applied to manage a Taco Bell. Um, I applied for everything you could find, man, and, um, couldn't find a job. You know, it's tough out there. It's really, really difficult. Um, and so I was struggling to pay the rent. I remember going on Blab and, and shedding legitimate tears that I, you know, what have, what have I done? You know what I mean? What did I do to myself? Like, why, why did I put myself through all of this? It was, it, it's difficult to think about. And, um, you know, thankfully I got a phone call from my old boss. I was able to get a job, um, up in upstate New York. So I moved from South Carolina back to upstate New York in October and, uh, spent about six months there and, um, continued to tell the story, you know, that I didn't give up on, um, the idea, the concept of using social media for social good. Ended up, uh, getting that, that first real big line from Brian Fanzo, um, to go speak at. at Summit Live uh, in San Francisco, which was phenomenal, introduced me to so many people. Um, but then into March, um, I get another phone call uh, from Dan Dingus, uh here at Humana, um, saying, "Hey, like, you know, I just learned about this this bold goal initiative that that our company is doing, uh, working to uh, you know leverage relationships with community partners uh, here in Louisville and around the southeast to uh, collectively improve health and wellness." Um, by twenty percent by the year twenty twenty, and and you know maybe we can make something work. You know this is the sort of project that's just perfect for you. And I clung to that, Brad. I grabbed onto that, and I said, Dan, I want to do this at all costs. Like, let's please, please, please try and make this happen somehow. Like, just give me a chance. And it was a struggle. <laughs> it took. 10 weeks or so to get all that together different Mm -hmm. phone calls at one point i called him and and said dude just let me come do this for free now don't tell my bosses that i said that. (laughs) but i was i was like i was like dan i'm gonna drive down there i'm gonna do this work for a month for free and i'm gonna prove to you guys just how much i want this and how much this means to me and he was like uh how about we'll pay you like come on down so it worked out, dude. Um, you know I ended up um, you know moving down here uh, to Louisville on June 1st and now um, all of that excitement and energy uh, translates into this amazing, amazing, amazing job that I just I am so thankful and so grateful for every single day.
0: That's so cool. I mean like if that if that's if the past six minutes isn't enough to inspire somebody to push through all the bullshit that happens along the way when you put your heart and soul into something and it still doesn't seem to be enough. If this part doesn't speak to anybody, then maybe they don't have a pulse. And, um, this just hits me right where I need it right now, Chris. Thank you so much. Um, Chris, how do people find you on the snaps and anywhere else? This is, this is your time to shine. I give my, give the floor to my guest you can have at it tell us what it, you man. want uh,
1: yeah. i'd love for your your listeners to check out teamstrub.com that's t e a m s t r u b.com right at the top of the website there there's a link to check out my book it's called 50 states 100 days of the book and it'll bring you along the way uh, through all 50 US states including beautiful missoula montana where i worked with the incredible ncbi missoula which i know you've you've read more about because of my trip which in and of itself makes me um happy (laughs) Um, It's, it's so cool yeah so uh, TeamStrub.com is where you can check out the book. You can review all of the different organizations I worked with around the United States. You can also check back on my YouTube channel and watch all of the extended interviews that I did with these organizations. Uh, if you want to keep up with me now, um, you're going to want to find me on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash TeamStrub. And that's where I'm hosting a lot of my live Facebook Live interviews, uh, as well as repurposing a lot of my Snapchat uh, and or Instagram Stories content. I think that's, that remains to be seen in the next couple weeks um but everywhere else and of course if you want to follow me on snapchat um i shouldn't even say follow you want to friend me and send me a message and i'll message you back Uh, anyone who uh knows me through snapchat knows that i'm very communicative and responsive and uh i think both of us are probably feeling that itchy trigger finger to check our snapchat and even see if anyone's messaged us in the last hour here so um, (laughs) that's a constant snapchat Snapchat, instagram twitter uh it's all chris Strub, c-h-r-i-s S T R U B. And, uh, I want to say thank you one more time for having me today, Brad. This was, this was a heck of a lot of fun and, uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime.
0: I'm telling you right now, there is so much value in all 55 minutes, uh, that I cannot wait for you to listen to no filter featuring Chris Strub here in the next couple of days. Thank you so much to Chris for spending, uh, not just this hour with me, but we've spent several, uh, our several snaps plus an hour and a half interview way back in May as you heard so thank you so much for all of the time that you've put in Chris I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart thank you to Riot to the theme music to Imagine Bound Media for making the show possible thank you to 17 Hats for your help this season as well and uh, that's it for episode 30 guys I hope you enjoyed it please share this episode with your friends if you feel that they could get some value out of it as well and go ahead and shoot me a snap let me know what you think of Chris let me know If there are some guests that you want to hear or some topics you want to to listen about, just reach out. I'm just a snap away. All right, guys, take care.